sports appeal. Extra points. Welcome back, everyone. Extra points. The conversation continues right here. All the stuff that we wanted to talk about, we couldn't squeeze into this week's episode. Let's start with Major League Baseball. It's the offseason. The season just ended yesterday, it seems like. We're already getting some big moves. Not shocking, but the Yankees were one of the first teams to make a move. They were. They made two trades today. They traded catcher John Ryan Murphy to Minnesota for outfielder Aaron Hicks, who's a good young talent in the outfield. He's only 26 years old. He had his best season of his career this year, so I'm excited to watch him play in Yankee Stadium. Their other trade was just a couple of minor leaguers. They traded infield prospect Jose Perella and got back a double-A pitcher in return. But the John Ryan Murphy trade is the one that really moves the needle for me. They traded him for an outfielder, which makes me think Brett Gardner is on the move sometime this week. And then one other announcement that they made was Greg Bird, their first baseman prospect, who they just called up this past year, and he played great. They're actually going to start his season next year in AAA, much to the disappointment of many Yankees fans. Right. I kind of get that one, though. I mean, they're paying Mark Teixeira $20 million or whatever it is. So you got to play him at first base. Makes total sense. Now, for our next story, Pro Football Focus put out a list of the worst players in the NFL at every position this season. And you and I both have our doubts about some of them. They've got Matthew Stafford, according to their ranking system, as the worst quarterback in the NFL, with Andrew Luck and Colin Kaepernick getting honorable mentions. Now, as you said, Matt Stafford didn't get benched for Blaine friggin' Gabbert. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm not sure how you have Stafford being worse than Kaepernick. I mean, Stafford did get benched for Orlovsky in one game, but Colin Kaepernick has been the worst quarterback in the NFL this year. Andrew Luck's numbers are not great. He hasn't been good, but he's been hurt all year, so I get that one. That's fine. The biggest surprise on this list to me was Joe Hayden being one of the worst defensive backs in the NFL. You and I both kind of balked at this at first, but then you looked into it a little deeper and came up with some interesting numbers. Yeah, quarterbacks are 24 for 31 for 387 yards and four touchdowns while targeting Joe Hayden, and that's only in five games this season. So he's being targeted about six passes a game, and he's allowing a quarterback rating of 158.2, which is .1 away from a perfect quarterback rank. That's terrible, and it's really surprising from Joe Hayden, who's been a very good cornerback. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's right. You know, the Browns have been struggling all year, even on defense, which used to be their only bright spot, but they have not been good this year, and Joe Hayden just doesn't look like himself. Now, Pro Football Focus also ranked Chris Johnson of the Arizona Cardinals as the worst running back in the NFL. Uh, except for that whole part where he's third in the NFL in rushing yards. Yeah, there's a lot to be called into question about Pro Football Focus's methodology. And a big part of the problem is they say that it's based on just raw stats, but really what it comes down to is analysts at their company watching the live plays and grading it and there's always going to be some subjectivity in that because for one thing they don't know what the player was supposed to do necessarily they can't see what play was actually called there's just a lot of issues with their methodology and it leads to some really surprising results because a lot of the time they just don't know what they're talking about if you ask me chris johnson has actually been one of the pleasant surprises in the nfl this year arizona pulled him off the scrap heap threw him in the game because all their running backs were hurt, and now he's the third leading rusher in the NFL. He's averaging 4.8 yards per carry, which is pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't know how you could list him as being the worst running back in the game. That's pretty ridiculous, and it just further calls into question their methodology. There's only a handful of backs who are averaging more yards per carry than Chris Johnson, and it's some really nice names. Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Gio Bernard, 
This kid has been really, really good. He's not a kid anymore. He's an old man, but still, he's been awesome. Okay, let's take it to our picks against the spread. What do you got first up? First off, I've taken the Giants two weeks in a row, and they've come through for me two weeks in a row. So I'm going to go NBA Jam style. He's heating up, trying to be on fire. I'll take the Giants plus seven and a half with the New England Patriots coming to town. I know this is a bad bet because the Patriots have been murdering people. Uh, that was not an Aaron Hernandez joke, <laughs> but I just realized it when I said it. <laughs> but I'll take the Giants plus seven and a half. They've been the Patriots Achilles heel, like I said earlier in the show. So give me the Giants. Why not? I'm going to take the Cardinals. They're plus three at Seattle. The Cardinals are good this year. Seattle does not look right. So if they're the underdog, I know it's at CenturyLink, but even so, I'm taking the Cardinals. Give me the Panthers minus six against Tennessee. Panthers at eight and oh, the big surprise for the season. Minus six points at a Tennessee team who just fired their head coach. They have trouble scoring and their defense isn't very good. And the Panthers have been putting up a lot of points. So minus six at Tennessee all day. I'm going to take the Raiders. They've got the Minnesota Vikings coming to town, and Raiders are favored by three. So basically, they're saying it's a wash between the two if they're playing in neutral territory. I know the Vikings only have two losses. They're just not that impressive. So I'm taking the Raiders. The Raiders have looked like the much better team to me. Raiders at four and four. Vikings currently the two seed in the NFC. Blowing my mind. I will take the Jacksonville Jaguars plus five and a half at Baltimore. Baltimore's pass defense has not been good this year. Blake Bortles has been awesome. We talked about the Allen twins, Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns. I like Jacksonville's offense to put up a lot of points against Baltimore, plus five and a half on the road. And I'm going to break my own rule and bet on the Bears. The Bears are plus seven at the Rams. The Rams aren't impressing me that much. The Bears aren't that bad. They've lost a lot of close games. <laughs> the only games they've lost bigger ones where Jay Cutler didn't play. Cutler's playing like a new man. I'm taking the Bears to make this at least a close game. I think they might pull out a win here. It always makes me laugh when you say the Bears aren't that bad. I love it. Thanks for tuning in to Extra Points. We'll see you guys next week with some fresh new takes on Sports Appeal.